So let's flow a little bit into maybe our origination story. And, you know, you mentioned Funbox and, you know, we kind of were, you mentioned the intersection. We were brought together by Basile Senese. <laughs> yes. Probably one of the all-time best human beings on planet. I just got a text from him earlier today. Uh, Mike, that's, yeah. a good, that's a good thing when you get a text from Basile. And so we came into the discussion around some marketing initiatives that you had, and you had no experience with us, but, but fortunately we had, you know, a really solid working relationship with Bazile. So he vouched for us. Yes. I mean, that really kind of set the tone for, I think, how we started working together. How was that for you? Like in those initial stages, as we kind of start talking about, I think we were really getting involved with marketing cloud and a few other yeah. things. So Arroyo 360 was this new organization to you, brand new. What was that feel like for you as, as we started to build that relationship? Yeah, that was, I, I remember quite distinctly because one, it was this pretty big transition we were going through where we were moving from Pardot to Salesforce Marketing Cloud. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have a ton of internal resources on this. You know, we didn't have a lot of technical people within the marketing team, although I did have a couple of really strong technical people. And I specifically remember we had a couple of conversations and then you came to the office in San Francisco. And I so like distinctly remember meeting you in person and we just dove right in. And I think the thing that most impressed me initially was one, how, how well you listened you know, I think we started with a little background and like, I could tell you were really listening to what I was saying, but two, not only did you listen, but you really synthesized it and came right back with, you know, very concrete, here's what we need to do next. Mm. And so for me, that's like, that's what I need in a partner, right? Like I'm not, I'm not hiring you to come in and be like, Leslie, what do you want us to do? Right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. You notice that like we didn't give you any big sales presentation. We just kind of jumped right into what was pretty much like the Spanish Inquisition without yeah. so much yeah. pain and suffering. Right. There was <laughs> a lot of there was a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. No, but that was exactly what we needed. And that was the way you were going to extract the information. And you know, it was very, very readily apparent that you knew exactly what you needed to do, what information we needed to share with you. And I think that is maybe sometimes the other, where some of these things have failed for me in the past, not with us, but mm -hmm. with others, is I feel like the partners don't ask the right questions, mm. right? And maybe it's because they don't know the right questions to ask. Maybe, I don't know. Um, but that, that piece of information sharing uh, is so critical. And if you get it wrong, everything will go sideways. Mm. I feel like we got to trust pretty quickly yeah. in the relationship because I could tell by the level of challenge that you pushed back on me on. Like you have to feel comfortable sometimes <laughs> to push challenge back on people. I think you do. And so you you became a challenger very quickly. And and to me, that's when like iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Like at what point in time for you did that trust signal kick in? Yeah, I mean, I th honestly... Again, we'd had a few conversations before we met in person, but I think it was that in-person kickoff where we had a day or two where we were doing the deep dive. And um, and it just, I think for me, became quite apparent that you knew what you were talking about. And and I don't know, like, I think I think you can tell when people are being candid and mm -hmm. when people are, are being vulnerable and open and like, I certainly am with people and you are, I think mm -hmm. we just have like personalities that are like, we're comfortable in our own skin. So we can be like, I don't know. 
I don't know the answer to that. So like right. there, was, there was no BS involved, right? Yes. Um, I knew that if you didn't know the answer, you would tell me, I don't know the answer. And that I would find it. Yeah. You know, this is one thing I know for ourselves, like we have this incredible solution alliance network of strategic partners, whether it's be platform partners or, or, you know, implementation or professional services partners. So we're, we're really play that role of, of orchestration. When you moved to C2FO, that was kind of in the same industry, but different level of maturity of firms, different mm -hmm. level of size of groups of people inside of there. What was the, what was the impetus for you to pick up the phone and, and give me a call? I think it was pretty, pretty quick after I had been there, maybe a couple of months and started to peel back the layers a little bit of how things worked under the hood. And I was like, oh boy, <laughs> oh, right. what we have here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Huh. And also, you know, going back to our earlier conversation, I, I was coming into an organization that, that had pretty strong silos, but a willingness to change. But I knew that it would take someone with your kind of finesse, but also candor to mm -hmm. break through some of that. And so I think that that is, and again, maybe this is where you and I have kind of like similar personalities. Like, I think we build trust pretty quickly so that you can say the things you need to say without offending people, mm -hmm. right? Like they don't immediately go on the, def the defensive because, because people trust that we are all working on in the same direction, right? right? You can assume positive intent. You can. So I think that that was really important. So yeah, I, I pulled you in right quick. I was like, oh boy, Frank, like we need your help. <laughs> well, I want to give you some feedback that I think the reason why we've been successful working together too is that you form such a clear sense of sponsorship, you know, from a stakeholder position inside the company. It's really difficult when you come in as an outside consultant and you're bringing together other teams into the environment you need somebody who's going to break the ice in front of you as, as much as you may be a great collaborator and a great speaker and, and great at interrogatories and, and surfacing the information, there has to be um, clear sponsorship. So one of the things too, I kind of want to get a, a sense of how you see this, but you know, part of our, our flow is to try and get a lot of stakeholders and voices involved mm -hmm. uncovering things. So our Activate CX platform is and program is about getting people from point A to point B and about defining that customer experience and then figuring out where the gaps are and how we're going to get there. But it requires so much input. Yeah. Did you get a sense that the people that you brought to the table and that we pulled in from different areas that they felt comfortable quickly with how we were approaching this and that that they sensed the realness of our cooperation. I do 100%. And and not only that, I think people were really excited to participate and excited to feel like their opinion mattered. Mm. I think that was the thing that I the feedback I got right away was thank you so much for involving me in this. Mm. Um, it was this uh, sense of, you know, people who really felt like I appreciate that my experience is important to this. Right. And I am open to doing things differently, but let me give you my perspective. And I think we pulled in a lot more people than I originally intended to, because as again, as we peeled back the layers, it was like, oh, well, wait about what about this team? And what about? Yeah, it, it like really exploded to some degree. Yes. Uh, but we could not have gotten to the result that we got to without that. No. And, and there's a sense sometimes like, wow, this could become unwieldy but you know the end the end product which i was really proud of and i and i 
intentionally thought, you know, because this is part of the Activate CX program is to do this intentionally, is that it should have like the grubby little fingerprints of everybody inside your organization over it. Because yes. you know, a lot of times, you know, you come in and and you you ask people questions and they give you responses that lead you right to answers mm -hmm. and to obfuscate them from that role of being like noticed for mm -hmm. that contribution is kind of a crying shame. Like it's really important. Like our job should be to not only make your organization win, to make your people win. There's a delicate balance around all of it, but you can lean into that. And what happens is the people inside of your organization were absolutely excellent on every level, just in terms of transparency. Again, they were, they were encouraged to be this way. And then they experienced that it didn't fall back on them in a negative yeah. way. <laughs> well, actually, I think part of the coolest part of this project was that there were a few, and I can think of two or three people, I guess I'll call them sort of hidden hidden gems in the company mm -hmm. that yes. we were able to expose and, and elevate and since then have gone on to have much broader responsibility because we were able to show like these people know what they're talking about. They know what's going on and they have vision. And, and it like, I, I am really proud of that. I mean, that like business results aside, which are great and are all coming together. The yes. fact that we were able to help a, a few people really shine was just amazing. Yeah. That kind of warms my heart. Also, one of the things that I've noticed is that, you know, we went through the activate CX plan probably about eight months ago there are people inside your organization that are gaining access to this document on a regular basis, which yeah. leads me to get the sense like this has become a little bit of a North star for your company. hundred percent. I, I mean, the, the interesting thing is that it is, it is taking us longer. It has taken us longer to get to this point than I would have liked, but we are, we are putting into practice the work that we mapped out through mm -hmm. that project and yeah. these integrated journeys that we are now designing the the kernel of that came out of this project mm -hmm. and it you know we've built upon it and we've expanded it and it is it is becoming the de facto way we work that's awesome talking to you about this that i recall is that when we went through our customer journey story writing process which is different than a customer journey mapping mm -hmm. process mm -hmm. you know it requires uh, a little bit more energy to do that. And, mm -hmm. you know, we found ourselves on calls with five, six, seven, eight people. Yeah. And, you know, we're actually like stopping, you know, in the meeting to get quiet and individuals, right? Because when we get away from our desk, we mm -hmm. don't have time mm -hmm. for doing that. And I could sense the, like, are we really doing this kind of thing? <laughs> Yeah, I know. By the way, that was that's where my creativity. I'm like, oh, I can really think and do cool stuff and like have the, you know. And I think everyone else had that once they got past. Like, are we really doing this? Like, are we really, are are we really, really doing this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your energy was like very palpable in the meeting. You got you got visibly and and verbally excited, but but I think that that's what we ended up with was a story again, that you would think that it was cobbled together. Like the joke that the camel was designed by a committee is not what we ended up with. I mean, we ended up with some really beautiful stuff that people started to understand, all right, this is how we need to affect change. And this is where we need to take out friction. So again, it's another one of those things where the culture of the business 
is going to go through some level of discomfort in mm. the process that we guide them down, but but ultimately they come out feeling really good. Yes. I would also not understate your role in that process in the sense that there were a lot of ideas and a lot of different perceptions and perspectives. And you had to do a lot of the heavy lift to kind of assimilate a lot of that. And, mm, yes. and I think that if we had not had that, it could have fallen apart. Yeah. It's discernment, right? I mean, I think that's where it's all at. That's where it comes from experience. And then having a a way to assess things. So like our platform and our, our Activate CX service is really all about now that we know all this, what are we going to do about yeah. it? Yeah. And and that's where the experience comes in and says, okay, this, this is a logical first step. We have to remove this impediment before we yeah. get to that. And that yeah. means kind of taking into account where the organization is at, mm-hmm. how the organization moves and accepts change, how fast they can adopt new technologies. So again, it's always... Just like I, I said earlier that you meet different CMOs and you notice, well, they're all different. Mm-hmm. Every customer uh, and every client, there are similarities, right? Because there are human beings in it. There are businesses. Businesses function a certain way. But then you really get down to getting a feel for how the organization moves. Yeah. And that's really what it's all about because in the name, it says activate CX. It has to be action. And yeah. um, so that's the... That's kind of the kernel of that. And it's it's always really great to hear from you, like how that impacted. What are some of the things that we could do to get better? I mean, the obvious answer is nothing because it's completely perfect. I mean. But, <laughs> but no, but there's always something. I'm just. I know. I'm, I'm thinking. I, I'm legitimately putting some thought into it. I, th- I don't think that there is anything like that you could have done. You came into a time when a lot of things were in flux and in motion. So mm-hmm. I was an ECMO. We had a new head of product and tech. That's so right. I think you you found yourself in a place of having to kind of like re-explain what we were doing several yes. times, which like it, you couldn't change. There's nothing you could have done about that. Mm-hmm. I think so. You know, I think I think if if I were going to do anything different, the only thing I would have done differently is I probably would have I might have changed who in on our side was was running the the project because mm-hmm. uh, I think things slowed down there a little mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. Uh, and I probably would have I might have held on to that in the marketing org. Yeah. And I think that some of the things that you mentioned there, like that's completely true. I think in a fortuitous way, it also surfaced things that needed to change. Yeah. And so that's always, you know, like the the concept of how things might be revealed to you going through this process is always something that you have to be open to, yeah. which is always exciting because more than more often than not, it's truly an opportunity. Yeah. That you, you could not go into this process with any preconceived ideas. Yeah. That would, that would be disastrous. Wow. That was fun. I hope you enjoyed listening to CMO Leslie Olson share her thoughts about developing the C2FO strategic CX plan using the Activate CX framework and services. Their chief product officer sent me an email and just a quote, he said, I just finished a detailed read of the CX orchestration doc. It is definitely robust and deep and in quotes, a pleasant consulting surprise. That was, that was a fun email to receive. My early career was spent at Deloitte and afterwards refining my change management skills, doing bank workouts, company turnarounds, dissolutions, M&A, and startups. And to be sure, it taught me a ton about how to adapt to changing business conditions. That evolved into a technology focus and later digital transformation. Our Activate CX program is all about taking action, but first you need a level set 
a sense of best practices, definitely a vision for the future, and an understanding of the gaps to close. Then we can help you find, buy, and optimize the right CX technology and contact center that will achieve that vision. If you like this content, please subscribe. But if you are interested in seeing how Activate CX can be your North Star for getting customers, keeping customers, and building a more sustainable organization, click the link below and let's set up a conversation. Activate CX with a trusted advisor today.